Hello and welcome to uh, Creepy and Weird Podcast. We're back after a little holiday break and uh, uh, hopefully you had a good holiday. Um, I'm Jamie. I'm Amy. And uh, yeah, welcome. So uh, yeah, what are we uh, doing here tonight? Uh, I'm unprepared for everything. My last couple of weeks have been chaos. So, oh, so anyway, we're talking about ground up dead bodies. Oh. Um, except it's ground up Egyptian mummies and how they were used. They were like shipped out of Egypt, like sold, I don't know, whatever the price was, then used for paint and medicine. I did not do the reading for this, so I am not familiar. So I'm going to let you go ahead and explain, and I'll interject with questions. Okay. Because I'm sure I'll have them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, before getting into the dead bodies, I wanted to talk a little bit about bitumen, which um, I have here. Bitumen, also mostly used interchangeably with the word asphalt, it's a liquid or semi-solid form of petroleum. It can occur naturally or be refined. These days, it's mostly used in construction, roads where it's used to form asphalt concrete. It's also used to seal roofs and for other roofing materials. In ancient times, it was used for waterproofing and because it had adhesive pro- properties. Pliny the Elder, among others, recorded it being used long ago for a variety of medical purposes, such as the treatment of toothaches, epilepsy, broken bones, and dysentery. And this is just a bicumen, right? Is that what it is? That it? It's it's like part of asphalt. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's just like comes from petroleum naturally or not okay. naturally. Can also be made. Anyway, because Sorry. of the appearance of bitumen, the discoloration that appeared on mummified corpses was wrongly thought to also contain this substance. Rather than relying on natural deposits in the earth, people started to consider dead bodies to be an alternative source of bitumen. This also, ah. this also, however, accounts for the word mummy itself, since the Persian word mum or mumia was used for both the actual bitumen and for the substances that came from the mummified corpses. So suddenly, people in Europe were buying corpses from Egypt, grinding them up, and using them as medicine and as pigment. Because... The bitumen was also used as medicine, but they're like, oh, this would make good pigment, too, because it was sort of like, they said it was sort of between burnt umber, which is like a more dark brown, and raw umber, which is more reddish, and it was somewhere between these two browns. And that only happens when a body's mummified. Sort of. Is there like something in the mummification process that allows it to be brown like that? Not really sure exactly what's going on. I just know that, like, um, gross stuff was oozing out of them and it was brown. Okay. Well, I mean, makes sense. Mm. It's it's rot. Okay, the ground-up bodies were applied topically or mixed into medicinal beverages. It became a very common drug in the 16th and 17th century. Just for healing, though, right? Like... Yeah, it didn't like, like you couldn't get high off of it. it. Okay. Or they like rub it on themselves and things. <laughs> okay, like okay. Rubbing corpse stuff. So anyway, mummy brown, also called Egyptian brown and caput mortem, anyway, was a paint pigment made from people, mummified Egyptian people specifically. Okay, okay. So there is something with the uh, 
specific with the mummification. All right. And also the pieces of mummies were kept in cabinets as cabinets of curiosities as a sort of collectible. And people would like go places and, you know, like you'd go to a shop and the shopkeeper would be like, here, have this mummy finger, you know, as a souvenir. Well, I know that there were times where like they were buying them, you know, like just individuals were buying them, you know, cheap or whatever. So they could just have it in their home and like, oh, look, and by the way, we have a mummy. Aren't we cool? You know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) But. Okay. So mummies were considered a source of bitumen, even though they weren't and thought to have value as medicine. When they ran ran out of the ancient Egyptian mummies. They resorted to using the bodies of slaves or criminals. These bodies were treated with bitumen and exposed to the sun to mummify them, then sold as if they were ancient mummies. There were counterfeits of these, even, and non-human remains were sometimes used. The children mummies, they sometimes use ibises, and sometimes they contain camel flesh. I'm stuck on something. I'm sorry. I've got to backtrack for a moment. I am totally stuck on this. So I'm going to, just to be clear, so they thought, they said that the mummies ha- were something that they aren't, but it was a petroleum-based item. Yeah. Okay. So, and they used it as medicine. Now, if you recall here, like, you know, what is it with people using petroleum-based products as like medicinal when clearly they're not because we had people here you know, drinking crude oil as cures. Yeah. Because I remember, remember those little, those little crude oil bottles you get? Yeah, my mom has um, one. Yeah. It, uh, and it says on there, not intended for medicinal use. And it's like, so what is it with these people? Like, you know, back in the day, like, we're just going to eat petroleum. They're, they were desperate and they just figured this, this tastes nasty. Maybe it's medicine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It just kills you quicker. Yeah. Anyway, well, that and the sorry. fucking radium and shit. Right, right. Yeah. Radium and everything and the toothpaste, the radium yeah. girls licking the brushes. <laughs> totally safe. <laughs> you can tell that shit happened before OSHA. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. but like. <laughs> so, where was I? Okay. So, they had the ancient Egyptian mummies, and then they had. They would grave rob and use those to, like, mummify those corpses and sell them as if they were ancient mummies. And sometimes they also used animals. Okay. So, mummy brown itself was a rich brown somewhere in between the colors of burnt umber and raw umber. Three Raphaelite painters used lots of this. Fat and ammonia, it could vary in both quality and composition. And this could affect the colors in the paints around it and, like, fuck them up. Well, right, because ammonia would. It's like stripping. And the fat, too, apparently. Yeah. So it's transparent and had a tendency to crack. It also faded easily. So it's great, you know? Right. It's like all kinds of shitty. So there was a high demand for the pigment, and not too many Egyptian mummies were available. Now there's even fewer because they did shit like this. And so, yes, it was made sometimes counterfeit things. And another story that you also see told about this is the artist Edward Byrne Jones reportedly was shocked to learn about the actual origins of the pigment 
and ceremonially buried his tube of mummy brown in his garden. <laughs> One of his daughters planted a daisy above it. Aww. Well, you know, at least he uh, felt guilty there. <laughs> That's weird. Mm. Just to grind up bodies. I'm sorry. And, you know, Pat, but it, am I surprised by it? No. And now they did weird shit. You know, look at even China, like fine China, y you know, some of it's made with bones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, man. Radium girls. Yes. That's, uh, you know, it's like I felt bad. I, there's a part of me that feels bad because they didn't fucking know, you know, they didn't know any better. And they were tell they were told it was safe, mm -hmm. you know. Well, somebody and... should feel bad because their employers didn't, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, I don't understand why you wanted to coat yourself in this shit. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it wasn't just painting the clocks. It was they would like paint their, their lips and shit. They paint their teeth. They their get all nails, over their clothes. Yeah. yeah. And when they'd leave at night, they'd glow. They're supposed the to be working. They're supposed to be working, painting watches, and they're having like a freaking rave party. <laughs> it's like, I you know. But they were told it was safe, so mm. hey, you know. Well, if I didn't know better, I might do the same thing and have a fucking rave at work. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I like shiny things. Shiny things are fun. But, yeah, I don't know. I've never been compelled to put, uh, you know, the glow-in-the-dark paint on my teeth. That just, I, I wouldn't. That just doesn't seem like a good idea, you know, at all. Like, yeah. put paint in your mouth. But. I mean, we were told from the time we were kids, don't eat the paste. And that was just flour and water. It was basically a raw dumpling. Yeah. Uh, Have we been up to anything? I don't know. No. Well, you know, my hair, it's gone. Mm -hmm. It vanished. So. And it's whiter. I look like the little boy from Harry Potter. that <laughs> isn't Harry Potter. <laughs> uh other than that, everything's been slow. It's been weird. Well, I mean, you know, news-wise, it hasn't been slow, but... Yeah. That's, uh... Dude, that shit yesterday was crazy. The uh, Nashville shit. Mm hmm No, I think we've just been, like, busy with work and shit. Well, well, yeah, that... Well, me and my lack of work. Home is work. Now, you know, being... With the indoor dining shut down, so I'm off work again. Yay. So it's like one of those things where you think you would have more time being at home, but you don't. Yeah, my problem is, you know, I work from home and there's always temptation to shit post. Yes. Work. <laughs> yes. Since I'm paid yeah, by I the know. project and not the hour, they can't complain, though. So I did develop a, a new hobby, though, a, a weird hobby over the past couple weeks, and uh, you got to see the product oh. of it. I uh, I uh, ended up with a substantial amount of deer fat and decided, you know, what can I do with this and ended up making tallow. There we go. Yes, there. And that is a lovely cinnamon uh, but that is completely made out of uh, rendered deer fat. So, yes, I made. And that's why my dog Odin tried to eat it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant to warn you about that. I uh, Well, I, I yes, just stupidly I... put the bag on the floor and he just, like, beeline for it. 
Well, you know what blew my mind is like, you know, I learning how to put this to... up and not, not down on the floor. Eh? <laughs> right. Learning how to uh, render fat, uh, which, you know, is, uh, uh, I mean, it's different than melting wax, you know, so uh, actually render, going through the process of rendering fat and uh, it takes days for one batch because uh, you have to do the rendering, which uh, melt it down, get rid of all the, by, you know, the, the pieces of meat and stuff that you don't want and then not every piece of fat cooks away to nothing so then you have to like skim that off the top and then you have to do like the purification process which also takes a couple of days and you you know just keep blending water with the fat and baking soda and the baking soda removes the smell so, so are these candles vegan uh they are not no no they're not vegan friendly at all i'm sorry yeah sorry uh, you know or right, so yeah. are vegan viewers yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But it's uh, it's using all the parts of the It is. It is. And a lot of people actually just throw deer fat away. So, you know, I decided to try to do something with it. And uh yeah, and I ended up uh surprised uh, when you smell it and then light it, it's completely odorless, you know, except the dogs. Dogs are like, "Hey, can I eat this?" My grandpa had like health that kept forever and like, we actually brought it to the bar where you work, but you weren't there. <laughs> we were all, like, drinking beer with this piece of deer, me and my uncles. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, Probably having, had hamburgers. It, it's funny to me because, you know, like, here, where we're at, you know, there's there's always been, like, you know, hunting culture. It's it's a thing. It's and, getting the day then, off of school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, we didn't get MLK Day off. But we got the first day of buck off and the first day of doe. Yep. So, you know, I was like, whatever. And I remember that that one gym teacher, like, teaching some sort of gun safety or something. I don't remember. Yeah, hunter safety course. Yes, yep. that was it. Yes. And, so, and talking you know. about rifles and things. My grandpa, like, like even towards the end, he was having me build shotgun shells for him. Right. Which is, uh, hey, refilling shells is a good skill mm. to have. Not a lot of people can do that. And, uh, but no, it's it's funny, you know, growing up in that culture and then talking to other people and they're just like, yeah, I don't get they're it. like, what the hell and, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's always like, hey, man, we got that day off of school. Mm -hmm. and, and 12, 12 years old, everybody, when you're 12 years old here, hunter safety, you know, even if we didn't want to, we were like, we don't want to do this. It was like, you still have to go. Yeah. It was like, I, I've never touched a gun in my life. You know? Right. I cannot say the same, but you know, mm. uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, he took one but... of my cousins out shooting too, for the end. <laughs> mm -hmm. He took one of my cousins out shooting my, my grandpa and she had like a bunch of pictures up. I've done archery, but not, like, shooting. I'm Guns. terrible at archery. Mm. Terrible. I was okay, like, thousands of years ago, but I haven't since. Right. Yeah, I'm better with the rifle than I am with uh, archery. And that's what we have. Archery season is getting ready to start again on December 27th. So. I've only uh, ever target practiced with it. It's harder to hit the moving targets. Yeah, that tends to be a fact. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I actually couldn't imagine hunting with a bow because I'm not good at all. 
you know, like my skill is no. And so I would never even be able to hit a moving target. Mm. So I didn't mean to hijack this with a hunting conversation, but you know, this is season and all. Yeah, exactly. uh, We don't know about our our viewers here. Right. Right. But yeah, that's uh, that's the holiday uh, vacation tradition here. Small town culture here. Yes. Rural. (laughs) But hey, you know, I uh, put it to good use and made a candle and I was kind of surprised. Mainly it was because I I set out to do it and how things work with me. Um, I said something about doing it and somebody's like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You just told me I can't do it. I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, I came home and did it and was like, yeah, it worked. And yours, I think, is cinnamon, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of them were cinnamon and clove, and then hey, some our, were rosemary. Our cultural, our cultural traditions here involve drinking and hunting. Wait, that yes. looks weird with a green screen. <laughs> Just you know, not at the same time. Thanks for watching, and if you like this video, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Check out our store for shirts, Ouija boards, stickers, and other creepy and weird stuff.